Hey my friends, this is Shannon Autumn from the Dream Scene and GRadio.ca here with my amazing friend Beat Burglar. Oh, hi. Hey, hi. Thank you so much for hanging out. This is a crazy beautiful event. We're uh, at the after party at 9910 right now. I host Defrost, uh, downtown Defrost, uh, and it was incredible vibes. We had Beat Burglar playing earlier today. How was your set? It was good. It was really great. I mean, getting to do an event like that in the city with that many families was awesome. I mean, it's, uh, I always like to play funk and disco, but it's, it's, it's good to even play it more when there's that many people that just feeding off of it, kind of like good vibes, you know? Uh, have you always been into disco and that kind of music, or what were your roots growing up? Yeah, well, a little bit. I mean, growing up, you know, I have an older brother and sister, and then my folks are kind of old school rock and roll junkies. So basically, you know, growing up, it was, you know, lots of rock, you know, for my brother's side, Guns N' Roses, Stone Temple Pilots, lots of old stuff like that, some folky stuff. And then. Um, you know, the jukebox my dad had in the house growing up was all 45s, everything from Stones to, you know, Prince. You know, there, so there's definitely some disco, a lot of James Brown funk influences in there, reggae, rock and roll. So. Can you remember the, the first song uh, in electronic music that got you hooked? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Ghost Rider by RJD2. Um, you know, my, my brother started going to Shyamalan like 2003 or four, I think. And uh, when he came back, uh, basically just, it was mostly trip hop. He introduced me to RJD2, um, DJ Shadow, Cut Chemist, that kind of thing. So yeah, it was definitely like trip hop roots and turntablism that, that got started, but that's that song specifically, yeah. And how has your music changed over the years? Has your um, has some of your inspiration from <laughs> when you grew up? Um, has, do you find it it's inspiring you to this day? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'd say you know, kind of when I started, um, it was mostly kind of that mid two thousand breakbeats, old Stan Warrior stuff like that, and then kind of got you know more into doing like. You know, playing some funk stuff, not so much house music, kind of breaks and, you know, and funk and like a lot of trip hop stuff, but, uh, you know, you do, that I play a lot more like trip hop and turntablism and that kind of thing at home, um, you know, incorporating that into, uh, you know, dance music that you'd play in the evening was, was like a really interesting like kind of progression. Um, you know, when, when I linked up with the Wheelhouse guys, you know, they, they are you know, old school, legendary dudes that, you know, minimal tech house, house music kind of thing. So being a breaks guy, kind of got influence from them a lot, you know, mixing changed a lot. Um, and just trying to incorporate, you know, kind of hip hop roots and turntablism into the house music, I guess. Um, which would be a challenge, because I mean, breaks typically are mixed quickly you throw them in you know super fast so like you know when you're playing a five minute house track you're not just gonna have a scratch solo for five seconds you know so it was trying to figure out ways to incorporate that together has worked really well um yeah it's just kind of every time i go to play a show i i, I can't plan a set really you got an idea what you're gonna play and then 
sometimes that changes when you get there. So just having everything from you know house to minimal techno to brakes to you know classic funk stuff. It's a, it's, a, it's a good challenge, that's why I like doing it, you know? <laughs> it really allows you to just go with the flow, and I, there's so much about uh, the importance of reading, reading the energy in the room and just being prepared no matter what, having it all, and then you you can just feel it out. No, absolutely. I mean, that was, you know, it, it takes a long time to get comfortable doing that. Um, you know, there was years I was lucky enough to play at Oscar Harvest, all those years and I used to do for six years I used to do the opening slot there and uh, at first I was like ah oh, you know it's not the best slot you know it's early blah blah and then I realized I'm like this is the greatest slot of the weekend I get to play first track so I always envisioned you know a sunny gorgeous day at try and put these tracks together and then I get there and, you know if it's pouring rain you know or the storm coming in it's like no that's not gonna work and it's like on the fly you gotta kind of be able to adjust and that I mean that's reading the crowd it's that's it's the biggest challenge for sure but it's most most gratifying for sure how has the festival scene changed your life or how has it impacted your life better work oh um, yeah immensely I mean I got introduced to it pretty young by you know some you know older family and, and friends that I could trust and you know, I remember going to my first Shambhala, and you know, it was never the same coming out of there in, in the best kind of way. You know, that's where I started dancing. That's where I, you know, learned to be comfortable in my own skin, so to speak. You know, it's you know, seeing the people there, um, and then you know, I was you know kind of adopted by the Astro Harvest family pretty early on, and just given a lot of opportunities to get involved in that. And it's it's not. It kind of changes from just going and partying your face off to like, uh, you know, growing up and just realizing how important it is uh, to kind of cultivate that. So, yeah, like it, it basically since I started getting involved in festivals, it's been uh, a constant daily, weekly, you know, thing that you're thinking about. So, it's, I mean, on top of that too, uh, you know, you, I wanted my parents to always see the work we we're doing and how proud I was and. Um, when they, I invited them out to Austral Harvest, so they came out three years in a row. And anyway, that, that, that changed everything. You know, I brought full circle, like my love for music and the festival scene, and then, you know, being proud enough of it and realizing that it's not just, it's not just a party and getting my family involved in it. Um, you know, that basically, that's a huge part of my life. It definitely, it, 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 it was a fork in the road in a good way. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I was so grateful to be able to bring my mom to the Astral Harvest last year on a whim. And so sad because that was the last Astral Harvest now. Um, but, I mean, it, it was so beautiful with what it was. Um, are you doing any other festivals this year that you've got planned? Um, yeah. So we started a festival um, called Together at Last. Last year we launched just one night soft opening of it. Uh, it's at a beautiful venue uh, just East Edmonton called Obsidian. World class amphitheater venue, camping, all that stuff. So we're doing a festival that's, uh, you know, incorporating a lot more um, electronic crossover stuff, you know, like live sampling, some singer-songwriter looping type things um, and a lot of bands it's a lot of blues a lot of funk uh, a lot of hip-hop 
influences and jams. So it's 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 a lot of the stuff that I would have loved to see at like Astral Harvest over the years, but it was you know doing bands, starting off a festival with doing bands like that is a huge undertaking, and it's something that I haven't seen a lot of festivals do. Um, so yeah, we're doing that one. That's kind of the the, the project I'm I'm a part of, I guess. And then uh, festivals I'm playing. Um, I'm going out. Well, actually, I can't say the one because it's not confirmed yet. But there's one I'm I'm doing in uh, in G- uh, no August, August, early August. And then um, yeah, there's together at last. There, I'm going down to Mexico next weekend to play at uh, a beach bar in Sayulita. It's going to be a good time. Um, but festival-wise, you know, this, this year it was, uh, you know, after, you know, kind of closing the doors to the Astral Harvest and that kind of thing. I mean, we've been 12 years of hard work into that and always dedicating our summers to it. So kind of didn't want to get too ahead of myself and uh, just give myself some time to just, like, enjoy the summer, do some other things, you know, spend time with family and just relax. So... We'll see. There's definitely going to be a few things this summer, but yeah, we'll, we'll know. We'll know soon. <laughs> and you went back down to California around Halloween again, didn't you, for the pumpkin ball? That's right. Yeah, we did. Uh, that's the second year. My my buddy Everyman um, brought me down there for uh, pumpkins tribute show. Uh, we did it in Los Angeles last year, and then this year was at. Uh, uh, venue called the Great Northern in San Francisco, which was just immaculate, sexy bar, wild Halloween party, the Fort Knox Five, and Sue Hannah, a bunch of guys over that. So, um, yeah, it's it's a, it's an honor to do that party, and and I mean, pretty exciting just to go down to California and you know, go DJ for some new people, you know, new new scene. Absolutely. Did you notice a, a big difference between the, the two cities that you went to uh, for the pumpkin ball? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's I've been to San Francisco once before, and I mean, it's pretty tourist friendly, uh, pretty easy to get around. Um, Los Angeles, yeah, I mean, it was beautiful. We spent most of our time eating uh, street tacos and hanging out at the parks and drinking wine, but it's, it's so big. Um, that, you know, I was kind of naive. I'd never been to a city that big. So I'm like, oh, you know, we'll get around. We'll go to this place, Hollywood, blah, blah. And he's like, you got to, like, really plan for that. And didn't have wheels. So, yeah, we just kind of hung out in LA. I didn't really get to experience much of it. Um, traffic's scary. <laughs> People drive like crazy. But hey, it's cool. It can be California's nice palm trees and cheap beers, you know. <laughs> but uh, San Francisco, I would prefer. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I swear the street tacos are the best, like the, the best food, <laughs> and they're so cheap. It's crazy. Well, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, who doesn't like tacos, right? But there's we're driving down the street. You know, they got their Taco Bells and Taco Times or whatever. And uh, I was like, oh, I could do a burrito or something. She's like, that's people don't. People don't eat that here. I don't even know why they're open. They you know, like it's just they're all over the place. And yeah, probably the best Mexican food I've ever had in my life. So I, I could do that. I could do a trip just for those. <laughs> Definitely. Um, what is something that you've learned over the past few years? Something I've learned for the past few years. Well, I guess the biggest thing would be, um, you know, I'm a pretty active person. I I, I love. You know, collaborating with people and 
whether it's uh, you know planning a fishing trip or a party or you know whatever but um, I've always probably for the last 10 years get really excited you know you're at home you're planning stuff and you just like take lots of things on your plate you're like I can do it I can do it all and then I kind of learned to um, you know take time to myself and you know a little, little more self-love little just a little bit more time to maybe not do anything you know sometimes it's and it's not like an everyday thing but like sometimes you know I'm like look at my summer schedule things I'm doing and it's you know every week and I have something great to do but you know every once in a while you're like I really just just want to sit at home so I guess I'd say it because thing was just making time to you know keep your options open not you know overcommit. <laughs> seems very well balanced and I think it's incredibly important to acknowledge that that mental health is extremely important and just taking the time that you need acknowledging that you need that time for yourself is just it's it's how you can function at your your best potential um, so yeah that's very important big lesson what do you do uh, when you're just relaxing what's your favorite thing when I'm just relaxing, I'd say I'd say cooking would be my ultimate, my meditation, I guess. You know, um, barbecuing year-round. If I a relaxing day to me would be just kind of going to the market, picking up some you know some food to cook, going home, prepping it, making a big you know big meal, some nice wine. You know, just relaxing at home, play some pool. You know, I mean, and also I mean, music in general. Like I I. I I have to cleanse my palate often, you know, I, I, I download a lot of, I buy a lot of music, but uh, I know that I don't, I can't just listen to disco or I can't just listen to funk or electronic music. I listen to, you know, a lot of reggae, a lot of jazz music, a lot of old swing stuff, um, Frank Sinatra, all those creators. That's, that to me, just like pumping some, some old school music and cooking would be my favorite thing to do. Um, Got a big family, spend a lot of family time, so just kind of, you know, watch movies, cooking. That would be, that's a good little reset for me. Yeah, it, there's something very therapeutic about cooking, as long as you like it. And, I mean, it plays with so many different sensory elements. It, you've got the, the element of smell and taste and touch, and there are just so many things that go into that creation process. Um, and, yeah, it's it can be very therapeutic. Where can people find your music? Um, so... I have a couple tracks on Spotify, but I mean, that's a couple. Um, Spotify under Beat Burglar, and then the main one would just be my SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash The Beat Burglar. Or Beat Burglar, I can't even remember. I think it's The Beat Burglar. Um, yeah, so I got a lot of mixes on there, a lot of remixes, lots of good stuff I've shared. Um, that's pretty much my go-to, yeah. Do you have any advice for people just getting into the music scene? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess my advice would be to, uh, you know, just try other things out. I mean, when I was, when I got into music, it, to start off, it was just blues on white every weekend, you know? And I was kind of like, oh, you know, all my old uh, rock and roll records, I was just like, ah, I couldn't, didn't really, you know, excite me to go into a club. 
and then you know I got introduced to electronic music and then you know I had buddies that brought me out to a punk show and checking out some live jazz and you know singer-songwriter stuff and then cafes like as I just get out there and see what um, you know try it out give everything a chance would be my advice and I mean if you're getting into you know any kind of production or DJing or anything like that um, do the same thing you know try and you know incorporate other kinds of music in what you're doing and what you're DJing and be able to I feel like if you do that you can you know you kind of have the resources to um, play the right music at the right time for the right crowd you know absolutely well thank you so much for taking the time with us tonight for hanging out for playing good tunes um, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our friends listening um I guess yeah one thing that I should mention we're doing a uh, together at last uh, ski trip we have a, we're launching the festival here in the next couple of weeks and we decided to uh, I mean going to the mountains and snowboarding and put parties together so that I've been doing for a long time and I love to do haven't done for a while um, so we're doing this it, together at last ski trip um, it's going to golden on uh, the weekend of March 14th so yeah we got we got music at the rock water for two nights um, we got music at the restaurant in town, uh, Apri ski thing. We got buses going out there, hotels all set up. So um, if you want to check that out, go to uh, just Together at Last um, on uh, on Facebook. You can find that there and then watch for the launch for the festival next couple weeks. And um, yeah, I guess, yeah, stay tuned to uh, SoundCloud. I got a couple new mixes and some new tracks coming out. So Definitely excited for that. Thank you for all your work in the community. Thank you for doing amazing things all the time, being an amazing human. You're amazing to talk to. I said amazing too many times. <laughs> oh, I really, I really appreciate that. It's a, it's a pleasure, and I really um, appreciate you taking the time to, uh, you know, get our side of the, you know, get our side of the party and and, and share what we're doing and uh, have a love for it. It really means a lot. Absolutely. To all our listeners, our friends out there, party safe. We love you guys. Talk to you soon. Much love.